0: Foundations.
1: The Shabbat bread is challah bread, but the normal everyday word for bread is lechem. Bet lechem. Bet means house. Hmm? Lechem is bread. So betlehem means house of bread.
0: Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robo Robinson and Mandy Warby. been learning about the significance of the Sabbath, and there are three essential elements in the celebration of the Sabbath. We've learned about the candles and the wine, and in this program we're going to be learning about the bread.
1: In this particular part of the tradition, again, these particular traditions, they're just that. If you read Scripture, you don't find these traditions laid out. So these are traditions that have developed. And if you learn anything about Jewish people, they love their traditions. <laughs> and some of them were problematic, but they're not all. Certainly not all. Some of these are just absolutely beautiful and they're really rich in their symbology. Having said that, yes, Jewish people do love their traditions, but so does everybody else around the world. Mm. We all have our traditions in one way or another. But the next tradition that we're going to look at is the reciting of the hamotzi over the bread, the challah bread. This is the, the special bread that is only used for the Sabbath. Now, generally, this particular bread is like a little plaited loaves, and they will always use two, two platted loaves when they have this on the table because they have the, the Sabbath table, the Shabbat table, all laid out. And it look all looks really beautiful. These special crockery, special cutlery, special candles, uh, candlestick holders, and it's all very, very special. Mm. They treat the Sabbath as though it's like welcoming a royal guest. It's that Whoa. special for them, and uh, so they have this plate. And there'll be the two loaves of bread and the father will lift the bread, one loaf of the bread, and the plate itself has got salt all over it or a dish with salt on it. And he lifts the bread and he will recite the, um, the blessing, which is, Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. And he will tear a chunk of bread off. He'll dip it in the salt. He'll then eat this piece of bread and then he'll pass the bread to everybody else and they will equally tear off a hunk of bread dip it in the salt and then eat it and pass it round until everybody's had some. Mm.
0: Well of course the first question that comes to my mind is Why the salt? Like, Why is he dipping it in salt? What's the significance of that?
1: Well, can I just confess to you something that when I first (laughs) learned of this, I asked exactly the same question. What's with the salt? And I'm going to get you to read Leviticus 2.13 because it'll tell you exactly.
0: Okay. Well, that says, Every grain offering of yours, moreover, you shall season with salt, so that the salt of the covenant of your God shall not be lacking from your grain offering. With all your offerings, you shall offer salt. Well, the
1: salt <laughs> is to represent the salt of the covenant of your God. Mm. The salt represents the covenant. What happens if you add salt? It adds life, preservation. Mm. There's we, we are supposed to be the salt of the earth. That's We're right, to yeah. take this life, this everlasting you know, message of hope that we have with the gospel. There's salt mm. th- is life, and that is what what it represents, the covenant. And and it said in all your offerings you have to have salt. The table of showbread had a a dish of salt on it all the time to Mm. represent the covenant. So the reason that they have salt every single Sabbath is they're remembering this eternal, unconditional covenant that God has with them, that Mm. he's made with them. So every week they're having bread, they're having wine, they're having salt to remember the covenant. That God made with them. That's amazing. Isn't, isn't,
0: that, yeah. isn't
1: that just amazing? Now, for Messianic Jews, they realize, of course, the real significance of this is that Jesus fulfilled the covenant. His broken body on the cross, the poured out blood that was shed for him in in the Last Supper. Matthew 26, 26 says, while they were eating, Jesus took the bread and having blessed it, remember, blessing means to kneel, to bow, to submit, so that God will do the empowering to do what is required. So after a blessing, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take, eat, this is my body.
0: Mm. Well, in Luke, it goes a bit further than that. Uh, Luke twenty-two nineteen, oh. it says, when he'd taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
1: What is it that the Jews do every single mm. week?
0: They break they, the bread.
1: They break the bread and they remember. They remember the covenant. They break the bread. They drink the wine. And here's the thing. they, Most Jews do not realize the symbology of... Of who this is at, this meal is actually representing. Remember, Jesus was the Passover lamb mm. where they had the shed blood of the lamb. They ate bread without leaven. They consumed the flesh of this uh, sacrifice for them, this covenant, this promise that God was making mm. to them. And they have done this ever since that time. This has been part of this Sabbath rest, this symbolic meal that they don't even realize that it's representing Jesus. Yeah. And he instituted That's this. Wrong.
0: And we mentioned last program that in Hebrews 4, it talks about Jesus being the Sabbath rest. So he exactly. actually is the representation of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Luke 24 30, Jesus revealed himself to those he was traveling with on the road to Emmaus. Remember this? Mm-hmm. When he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and he blessed it, and breaking it, he gave it, uh, began giving it to them, and then in the breaking of the bread, then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and whoo, he vanished <laughs> from their sight. Uh, it's just amazing. You know, Jesus didn't just reveal himself as the vine, but he also said that he was the bread of life.
0: That's right. We talked about the vine uh, in our last program, but you're right, in John 6, in a couple of verses, it says uh, about Jesus being the bread of life. Verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. And then in verse 51, it says, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he'll live forever. And the bread also, which I'll give for the life of the world, is my flesh.
1: Now, you know, we've talked quite a bit about the amazing meaning of Hebrew words. Jesus has just said, I am the bread of life who came down out of heaven, and he has given his flesh. For us now, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Remember earlier I talked about there were two different words for bread. Mm-hmm. The Shabbat bread is challah bread, but the normal everyday word for bread is lechem. Bet lechem. Oh yes. Bet means house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lechem is bread. So Bethlehem means house of bread. Where was Jesus born?
0: Wow. In the the, house of bread. The bread of life was born in the house of bread.
1: Isn't that amazing? (laughs) That's amazing. Now, in the Arabic, Bethlehem means the house of meat. Oh,
0: right. So
1: there is still the imagery there of a house of food, of Mm. nourishment, of flesh, so to speak. Wow. But in the Hebrew, it's house of bread. So you're right, the bread of life was born in the house of bread. You know, there's, <laughs> every time you just dig a little bit, you grab a shovel mm. and you just dig a little bit, you find another treasure. Jesus is the fulfillment of this bread, the bread that is shared and eaten every single Friday evening during the Sabbath meal, the Shabbat, in Jewish homes all around the world, to the absolute fulfillment of the eternal covenant that God made with his people, bread with salt the wine representing the body, the blood, and the salt of the covenant, remembering this promise. Mm. And most of them have no idea that it is representative of the sacrifice of their Jewish Messiah. They're they're blind to that. But for Messianic Jews, they absolutely get it and they celebrate it with wonder and joy. We Christians... Don't see it because of this severing of yeah. this Jewish heritage. We don't see it, but these traditions are so rich that we can learn so much. From. we don't look. We don't have to follow these mm. these traditions, but at least knowing and understanding yeah. the representation or the symbology just just brings so much depth.
0: Well, just for the, for a Christian as they take communion, which is our regular remembrance of Christ, to understand this. Yeah, you know, background and the history and the culture of it, it does add a whole much, a greater layer of significance you to know, what we're doing.
1: You know, bread and wine is so integral throughout the, the story. Just, just as an aside, do you remember when uh, Abraham rescued Lot mm. after they had been taken captive and Abraham took them, they rescued them, brought back all the plunder and he got to a city called Salem. Was the original city of Jerusalem, yeah. Jerusalem, Salem, where King Melchizedek, high priest before mm-hmm. God, Abraham gave him tithes? And yeah. what did Melchizedek give to him?
0: Bread and wine. Bread and wine. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue and wrap up this uh, study on the Sabbath in the next program, looking at more of the wonderful traditions that make up this celebration. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.